Welcome to Midlife Mastery. I'm Brock Edwards. And as you know, this is the show where we're looking for ideas, information, inspiration on really creating a phenomenal second half of life. And often it's with interviews of, of people who are either experts in that or are just creating it for themselves. Now, I've also got kind of the side series going on where I am trying to get in the best shape of my life. As the saying goes, if not now, when? And I know that what I do now really sets me up for my health and wellness going into my 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. And on top of that, I'm not happy where I've been probably the past five, six, seven years in terms of my my overall fitness and conditioning. I, I used to be an amateur athlete. I used to be in much, much better physical condition, and I used to to feel better for it. And the, the older I get, the easier it is to get into that downward spiral where I eat worse and I exercise less. And so I don't feel as good when I exercise. I don't want to exercise, so I don't do it. And then, so I eat worse and exercise less. And anyway, it goes down and down and down that way. But I also know that when I build momentum the other way, when I'm eating right, when I'm exercising, then I want to eat better and I want to exercise more. And that's what I'm the spiral I'm trying to build. So I'm not trying to do this overnight. My original target was about six months out, kind of the end of the year. And for some reasons, I'm guessing that, that I will not be hitting that, those targets. And, and I'm okay with that because it is a long-term process. I'm not worried about December 31st. I'm worried about the rest of my life. And that's what I'm really focused on. And, and so if you've been listening along, you know that I hired Kevin English from Silver Edge Fitness to, to be my, my trainer for both physically and nutritionally. He's got a phenomenal podcast, the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. And, and so he's been documenting what does this process look like from the trainer side? And I'm documenting what does it look like from the, the, the client side? Clearly, this has struck a nerve because out of the five most downloaded episodes of Midlife Mastery, the last one I did is actually the most downloaded. And that was just the uh, a two-week update of me in, in the process. And the third most downloaded one was actually when I had Kevin on the show talking about over 50 fitness. You know, how, where do you start? Where do you begin? How do you do it? How do you work with a trainer? All those things. And so I want to check in. It's been several weeks and I haven't had a podcast come out in, in several weeks as well, just because of, of several things that have been going on. And I want to discuss those there because here's the deal. Linear progress is a myth. I say that with confidence, but that is really just from my own experience. In fact, the other day on Instagram, Kevin had posted just a, a picture that that shows, you know, what typically people think of success and progress. And it's just, you know, this line going in a straight line from lower left to upper right, if you imagine a chart. So that's linear progress. And then the the next picture was, here's what it actually looks like. And it was a zigzag. You know, there were ups and there were downs and ups and downs, all trending in the right direction, but definitely with some setbacks. And man, have I felt that the past couple of weeks. And and I want to get into that. Before we do that, I want to mention that, um, I do believe that linear progress is a, is a myth. And, and I think that applies to all categories of life. I can't prove it just from my experience. That's what it feels like. The problem is, right? We always think that it's going to be linear. Like if I start a fitness program, if I start a diet, if I start a saving or investing program that, you know, it's just always going to go up. There's never going to be any setbacks. Life's going to be perfect. And then we're always surprised when it's not. I mean, at least I certainly am. And I know this going into it, and I still just think of it as, well, linear progress, right? So as I'm working with Kevin, like, yeah, I can lose two pounds a week. I've done it before. I know that's possible. And so we just map it out, and about six months gets me to to my target. Awesome. Yeah, 
doesn't work that way. So here's the thing. I just sitting here this morning, making some notes, I, I came up with four reasons. I think that progress is not linear in whatever it is we're trying to do. And there's probably a lot more. And maybe some of these resonate with you because this is just from my experience. But the first one is just in how we develop skills. It, it takes time for our brain to process. And I first noticed this when I was a teenager racing motocross. I'd be working on a skill, working on a skill, working on a skill, and I'd be working so hard and it just wouldn't come. I just almost there, just couldn't quite get it. And then a few days later, the next time I went out and rode, I would just nail it. I'd just have it down. And at first I thought that was just kind of my weirdness, but really, as I talk to other people, it just seems to be that our brains just need time to assimilate that, that skill, that knowledge. And I, I've observed this in, in other areas since then, other things that I've worked on. My wife, my daughter, they compete in dressage, you know, equestrian events, and it, it shows up there as well. They, I mean, they've confirmed that, that that's how their skills develop. You know, it, it kind of comes in, in the, those fits and spurts where you work, 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 and then it just integrates instantly. And you've probably seen that just, at least I've seen that, you know, trying to just develop knowledge, you know, reading something, reading something, it just doesn't come, just doesn't come. I give my brain a few days and then suddenly it all clicks into place. So that right there keeps it from being linear. The second thing I thought of was plateaus. And we've all seen this. If you've ever been trying to lose fat, if you've ever been trying to do strength gains, we hit these areas of plateaus where for a week, two weeks more, nothing changes. And then all of a sudden, a whole bunch changes. So, I mean, if we're thinking about, you know, losing a certain amount of weight a week, I've experienced this in my life where I hit this plateau and I don't lose any weight at all. And I'm still doing what I've been doing and nothing comes, nothing comes. And then suddenly I drop a whole bunch. Now, my overall weekly average is pretty consistent, but on any given week, I might go up, I might go down, I might just hold steady. The third one, and this ties into that, is often our current skills, our current approaches only get us so far, right? Like our skills, our effort, our approaches take us to a certain point, and then it won't take us any further until we develop new skills, put in a different type of effort, take different approaches. And so we need to, you know, we plateau, but we can't go on until we change something up. And, and you often see this, I, I believe you see it in fitness programs where what works for someone who's just starting out is not what's going to work for someone who's been doing it for several years. And I have certainly seen this, you know, if you've ever taken a job in leadership, supervising others, the skills that got you promoted into that job are not the skills that help you excel as a leader. And we, we see that all the time. We've got to develop new skills, new, new techniques, new approaches. The fourth big one, and really kind of the emphasis of today's episode is life is sloppy, right? Things come up. We have setbacks that we just did not anticipate. And I want to talk about that today because uh, I was going through my, my journal and about nine months ago, I just made this note. In fact, it wasn't even in my journal. It was on a scrap of paper I've been carrying around since then. I hadn't really looked at it. And I just wrote down that setbacks aren't a warning to play smaller they are a message to play bigger. And I don't even remember what was going on in my life when I, when I wrote that. But setbacks aren't a warning to play smaller. They are a message to play bigger. And man, that has never been more true for my life than right now. So, so it's been several weeks since, since I gave an update. 
And I am nowhere near as far along as I intended to be in terms of getting in the best shape of my life. Now that I'm like, I don't know, what is it? Five weeks in or, or so. Starting on the, the week of the 4th of July, several things came up. My mom was flying in to visit us for a week, which is awesome because we had not seen her for almost two years because of the pandemic and everything else going on. And my mom is one of my absolute favorite people on this planet. She is a, a huge role model for me, a huge inspiration. When you talk about living well, she is amazing. I was really excited to see her. But you know, when, you, when you've got a relative coming in to visit or a friend coming in to visit, well, that disrupts just your routines and, and just taking a week off of, of work so I could visit with her. That disrupts my routines. And when people come and visit, they don't really want to inflict your diet plan on themselves, right? They want to go out to a restaurant. They want to have a good time. We, we want to eat good food. We want to celebrate being together. Well, I discovered immediately that I had not developed good habits yet in, in my eating. And so I, I I struggled around that. It, it threw my plan off. And then, so that's Sunday. So that started on a Friday. Now we're on Sunday on like the 4th of July, right? My daughter goes into the hospital with intense pain. And that, that started kind of a, a week-long event of being in the hospital, being working with her doctor, going back into the hospital the following Sunday, having surgery. All is good now, but that kind of throws your week off a, a little bit too. And then Tuesday, uh, again, so what's that? Tuesday the 6th, I think. So this is a span of like four or five days. I hurt my back. Just working out, exercising, I tweaked my back. Now that is nothing to do with the exercise plan I was on. In fact, this is something I know about myself and forget every single time I start exercising. And so I've worked with a sports chiropractor and really as they explain it to me, what happens for me, this isn't, you know, what happens to anyone else, but I know this happens for me is because I sit a lot, you know, hamstrings, I think it's a hamstrings and all that gets really loose. The quads get really tight. It rocks my pelvis which puts a lot of pressure on the nerves in, in just the, the bottom vertebrae and just makes it very hard to stand up, sit down, move. And it, in fact, it showed up when, if you were following me in spring, I, I was training to do a half marathon. And there was about a week in there where I could feel my back getting a little dodgy. So I kind of took the week off, did a lot of stretching, some mobility work. And then got back into it and it was fine. Well, here it kind of snuck up on me. I, I was getting into my exercise program. I was working hard and just tweaked it. And you know, no, no long-term damage, but I figured I'd take a few days off. It'd be fine. Well, it, it took more than a few days off before it started feeling good. In fact, it was probably five, six days in before it hit its worst. And it's been coming back since then. Not a big deal. I stupidly do this every time. And then I remember it about myself. And then I know what to do to fix it. And it's fine. But that is uh, a setback. And of course, all of this also halted momentum uh, of the podcast. So I've been trying to get an episode every week and vacation. Guess all this slowed things down. So maybe you can relate. So that's like in one week, there were at least three major events, you know, my mom's visit, my daughter's health, and just me tweaking my own back as well as some smaller things. And then returning to work after that week, trying to get caught up for the week with my daughter, then, you know, going to the hospital for, for surgery. And so lots going on. I know there are people out there who could just power through, like they could just stick to the plan. And that wasn't me. 
<laughs> I was kind of a wreck. And I, I'm actually very happy though, but because by working with Kevin, by having a plan, by having the, this accountability, we were able to adjust it so that I could fit it into my life rather than trying to do heavy workout. And by the way, at going into all of that, we had just ramped up my workout. So in addition to lifting, I was going to do day mobility work, going to do some running, really starting to get into it, build the momentum. And then, you know, it just all hit at once. So what do you do? Like I say, there's some people that probably, you know, they through, through their sheer will, dedication, determination, stick to plan. You know, in, in my life, one of two things typically happens. One, I double down like with a back injury or whatever and end up getting hurt worse and really not being able to exercise for a while. Or it just all goes by the wayside. I forget about it. I lose momentum. And then it's two months later, I'm going, hey, remember how I was getting back into shape? This time, I'm very proud of myself. While I wasn't able to stick tightly to the, the exercise plan, in fact, I just put it off to preserve my back, and Kevin agreed with that. And he came up with an exercise or a, a week's plan that was much more about mobility work. And so we were able to adjust and adapt as far as you know my diet went, what I was eating, what I was focusing on. I tried to keep it good and not do anything too horrible. And I kept tracking it. So I, I kind of knew about where things were. It certainly wasn't hitting hitting my targets. I was keeping my protein levels up. That was really good. Wasn't really eating the cleanest, was getting in more calories than I wanted to, but still kind of on the right track. I, I hadn't thrown the plan completely out. And a big part of this was keeping that long-term view, right? Knowing that it's not linear, knowing that it's the end target, not what's happening in the middle that, that's quite so important that I, I just keep adjusting and keep the momentum going in the direction that I want the momentum to be going. And back to that thought that I had about that these setbacks aren't a warning to play smaller, right? Because we could take that in our lives and we all do this. We start something and then life happens, setbacks come up, whatever it is, you know, going back to school, in my case, fitness, health, wellness program, starting new relationships, whatever it is. And we get those setbacks. And sometimes we can think, oh man, this is just, you know, this is the universe telling me that this is not the plan for me right now. I need to wait until things change. I need to wait, do it differently. I or just, this isn't for me at all. And for, for me, I'm really realizing that, no, this is all a sign. I need to double and triple down, right? Like, so if I'm going to really focus on keeping my diet really clean and losing the fat that I want to lose, well, then I've got to have better systems in place because by the way, stuff's always going to come up in life, right? I'm always going to have a busy week at work. Something happens, you know, daughter goes to the hospital, <laughs> whatever it is, I need better routines. So I've got to step it up. I've got to play bigger with my routines fitness program. All right. So huge reminder, I don't need to exercise less. I actually need to exercise more, but I need to build in extra mobility work for, for my back so that that doesn't happen again. So it's not, oh, I need to exercise less. No, I need to ramp it up. I need to build more in so that I can do more. I've got to work harder on building that foundation. Playing smaller isn't going to do that. I've got to ramp it up. So that's my message for this week. That's my check-in. You know, I don't have huge things to report. I don't have, you know, massive weight loss. It, it's not quite where I want it to be, but I've continued to, to kind of lose weight. It's heading in the right direction. Strength, 
yeah, I'm not there yet. We were starting with, with, with some light workouts to get me in the groove and building it. And right as we start to ramp up, you know, I get these couple weeks of setbacks, but so what, right? Again, I'm looking at the long-term. That's where I'm looking to go with it. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for thinking about your own life. How do you level up your own life? How do you get more health, wellness, fitness, vitality into your own life after 50, after 60? We're in this together, right? So hit me up in the comments, send me emails, connect with me on Instagram. I want to know what's your fitness journey? What's your wellness journey? What's your over 50 journey? What are you working on? What do you want to know more about? What topics do you want to hear me cover here more on this? Thank you for joining me on this journey and uh, see you next episode because I do have a lot of guests lined up and some amazing people to share their stories and their approaches to creating a phenomenal midlife. I want to share that with you. See you soon.